another surge in coronavirus infections in both China and the United States. We still need to pay attention. COVID-19 pandemic is not ending yet. How worried should you be about new variants of the virus? And what do you need to do to keep yourself and your people safe? We have hopefully learned quite good habits over the last couple of years on how to protect ourselves and how to protect the others. COVID in 2023, a new podcast from International SOS. Hello, I'm Paul Osborne. Three years ago, China reported the world's first cases of COVID-19. Three years on, the Chinese government has dismantled the tough restrictions that had been in place since the start of 2020. There's been a significant surge in cases. In mid-January, Chinese officials reported almost 60,000 deaths linked to COVID in just one month. And some reports suggest that as many as 90% of people in some Chinese cities have now been infected. It's prompted some countries to demand travellers from China show a negative COVID test before getting on a plane. The United States is among the nations imposing those restrictions, but America's healthcare system is itself having to cope with a sharp rise in infections and concerns about new variants of the virus. A COVID-19 variant is rapidly spreading. Have you heard of XBB? <laughs> XBB, a subvariant of Omicron, now accounts for more than half of all infections in the Northeast, according to the CDC, an alarming surge from just 7% during the same week last month. It's concerning that it's spreading so fast and becoming dominant, not just in the Northeast, but in the next few weeks throughout the United States. Reporting from NBC News in the United States, where COVID-related deaths have increased by more than half in just two weeks, and experts have warned many people are no longer taking the threat from COVID seriously. In China, meanwhile, the Lunar New Year holiday means vast numbers of people are on the move, potentially spreading the virus still further. To get the latest on coronavirus around the world, I've been speaking to two experts at International SOS, Dr. Neil Hu is Medical Director for Medical Services in China, and Dr. Ahmed Fami is Regional Medical Director for Asia. And he started by updating me on the current situation. Cases worldwide, they've somehow plateaued. When it comes to case numbers, of course, the, the problem is that it may be a, a, a gross underestimation because of the testing that is less and, and people reporting, obviously, much less than, than in, in the past. Focusing a bit more on China, we've seen a fairly sharp increase in cases since the beginning of December 2022. A tremendous influx and strain on healthcare facilities and the healthcare infrastructure. The rise in COVID cases has probably plateaued or peaked by the end of the year. And recently, using information from the National Health Commission, but as well proxy indicators of waiting times in front of hospitals, ERs, we see that this has actually stabilized and is actually slowly, gradually going down. Dr. Neil Hu, let me bring you in here. We've had these reports that in some Chinese cities, as many as 90% of people may have been infected in the last few weeks. And officials have confirmed almost 60,000 COVID-related deaths in just a month. But is there a sense on the ground that you may be over the worst? 
there is a sense that China has passed the peak of this wave. For example, we can see the daily detected rate in different departments of medical facilities is decreasing. So there is a sense uh, that China is passing the peak of this wave, but we still need to monitor the uh, trend of the critical case number in the hospital. We're now into the Lunar New Year holiday when huge numbers of people travel across China. Might that contribute to a further spread of the virus? Okay, this is really a good question because we know the infectious disease transmit relies on the uh, movement of people. In the Chinese New Year, this movement will become uh, much more than usual. So uh, there is a concern. Uh, but um, because of quite a lot of people have been infected and they get the immunity, the travelers may have some uh, feeling that they don't need to take the uh, general precautions such as wearing masks, uh, keeping hand hygiene and keeping uh, social distance. But actually we need to pay attention to them because the movement is the key component for the transmission of infectious diseases. Well, let's turn to the United States now and bring Dr. Fami back. Uh, Tell me a little more about this new variant we were hearing about earlier that's been seen in America. Some commentators have called it the Kraken because of its transmissibility. This variant, uh, Kraken, is is actually uh, the XBB 1.5 variant. So it's it's actually within the, the wider family of Omicron. When you look at it worldwide, it's very much most of the cases are in the United States. It has definitely a so-called growth or fitness advantage in that it's highly transmissible. It's uh, evading immunity. So therefore, it has a potential to spread quite a bit. And it has uh, increased quite significantly in the United States. In some places, people report doubling of cases within a week even. So it's a, it's a very transmissible, highly transmissible variant. However, when you listen to experts in epidemiology and virology, one has to see if this is going to be the dominant variant worldwide. At this stage, there's no indication that clinically it's a more virulent variant Some health officials in the United States have pointed to the poor take-up of booster vaccinations. Now, presumably, keeping up to date with those shots is critical to staying safe when COVID is still circulating in the community. I would think so. When you look at um, the data and uh, the studies, two shots is probably not sufficient to give you enough immunity. And unfortunately, in... uh, Uh, some parts of the world, and yes, in in the United States, barely more than 50% of the population has actually had its third injection. In China, that third injection specifically for the vulnerable population is also lacking behind the ideal population coverage. Lastly, I want to ask both of you about the extent to which you believe that COVID will affect us as we go through 2023. And also the steps that you think we need to be taking to protect ourselves, considering the restrictions that so many of us have lived under at various times 
are no longer there. Well, Chinese people, quite a lot of them are considering this is a very good new start uh, for 2023 after three years of uh, strict COVID-19 containing measures. We still need to pay attention. COVID-19 pandemic is not ending yet. There are still uh, quite a lot of variants occurring and need our uh, monitoring. So the general precautions we still need to take, including the hand hygiene, social distancing, wearing masks in the crowded places, etc. This is not only for the COVID-19, but also can keep away from other infectious diseases, including flu. I think it's going to be difficult now to, to predict which way it's going to go. There is no strong indicator that we have or we are at risk of a, a major variant or a variant that is, is very virulent. At this stage, it doesn't seem to be the case. We'll probably have to slowly learn to live with COVID worldwide. Part of it is to keep a good level of education and understanding, in my opinion. I think we need to protect ourselves by getting good, reliable information. We have hopefully learned quite good habits over the last couple of years on how to protect ourselves and how to protect the others, by the way. That's a very important point. I'm not saying that we should mask ourselves in all aspects of our life, but we may consider masking when we see that there's an increase in respiratory tract infections, not only for COVID, but for respiratory tract infections that may also be quite severe or may also bring quite severe disease, such as influenza. Dr. Ahmed Fahmy, Regional Medical Director for Asia at International SOS, and Dr. Neil Hu, Medical Director for Medical Services in China. Don't forget that at our website, internationalsos.com, you'll find all the latest information and alerts related to the pandemic around the world. And you can always get in touch with us either online or via our network of assistance centres, available to clients 24-7. But until next time, thanks very much for listening, and goodbye.